Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Hey everybody, it's Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2023, and I'm live from the Western Candy Conference in Maui, Hawaii. I know, I know, it is tough duty for me. Uh, anyway, I wanted to just give you a quick recap of the Western Candy Conference. They are celebrating their 90th year. What an accomplishment for a great conference. It's made up of, for those that don't know, um, candy manufacturers and the suppliers to those candy manufacturers. In fact, uh, they also have the National Confectioners Association here uh, as well. It's uh, been a great conference. Uh, we've had a, a great number of speakers. Uh, some of the highlights, uh, they had the governor of Hawaii, uh, who was just elected uh, la late last year at the conference talking about uh, Hawaii, the economy in Hawaii, and uh, some of the initiatives that they're working on. Uh, Ed Schultz, the CEO of Hawaiian Host, talking about unique aspects of doing business in Hawaii and some of the challenges of some of the, the companies that moved out and some that have moved in. So I thought that was a really good uh, conversation. A couple panels, uh, one on manufacturing and labor challenges. Uh, the highlights there are uh, understanding the new generation, uh, their wants and needs. Uh, and, and what was interesting is they had mentioned that uh, the number one incentive for, for, for the Gen Zers and uh, millennials uh, in the workforce isn't money. Uh, it's flexibility and other things uh, to make them feel uh, special in the workplace. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Also, they had a commodity panel, and our very own Kevin Combs uh, was on the panel talking about sugar. Nothing great to talk about there, right? He fielded a lot of questions, did a great job, very proud of him. Uh, talking about um, how negotiations are hot and heavy right now uh, and uh, his perspective on that. Also, uh, Mike Rush with YSA Ingredients talking about fruit and nut meat market, which uh, those that buy nut meats out there know that that particular market has come off the really high prices uh, to some low prices, for example, on macadamia nuts. And um, he was talking about some of the concerns with some of the the companies uh, 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 short and longer term at those price levels and whether some of those would stick around just because uh, uh, the financial impact. But his other point was that, you know, with low prices in nut meats, uh, you may see a resurgence of uh, some of those, for example, macadamia nuts being worked in more uh, into uh, SKUs as they are lower in price. And then finally, uh, Jovic Fabregas of SF Bay Commodities talking about oils, uh, edible oils, and some of the challenges around that. And uh, his, his, one of his main points was uh, obviously talking about supply chain, uh, but really the war in Ukraine and its impact, significant impact. Uh, and until that's resolved, adding volatility uh, and, and higher than normal prices in that industry. Uh, and then finally, we had an economist uh, from the University of Hawaii who I actually am going to bring on right now. His name is Byron Gagnus, and he has spent many years at the University of Hawaii. And yes, the Western candy is in Hawaii, so we are having a good time. So I wanted to bring him on and just give some of his thoughts and takeaways. So Byron, 
tell us. And welcome to the podcast, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, well, you know, the, the issue is still inflation for the U.S. economy, that, and that's the sort of number one issue that uh, we're dealing with. Um, the uh, Federal Reserve has been raising rates over the past year dramatically to try to fight inflation. Uh, and so now the question is, raising, all, raising rates so high, what is that going to mean? Are we going to get uh, a cool down in inflation and without having a, a deep recession? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's the big question. And uh, you brought up some other good points uh, talking about labor market. Obviously, a lot of folks in the candy industry have struggled with finding uh, labor in general. Um, but uh, what do you think, what are your thoughts as far as labor and what might be for the future here? Yeah, so labor mic- markets are tight almost across the economy. Almost every industry has problems finding folks. Uh, there's a lot more job openings than normal. Uh, and so hiring has been a real problem. Um, that's continued even as the rest of the economy has slowed mm-hmm. down, right? Housing markets have been hit hard by the higher interest rates. Uh, uh, manufacturing has slowed down, but um, labor markets are still super tight. Um, that's probably going to improve a little bit as the economy slows. Uh, we are seeing people return to the labor market. Um, so that's taking, you know, providing a little bit of, of space there. Um, but I think, unfortunately, we're going to be stuck with a pretty tight labor market and, yeah. and difficulty hiring folks. Yeah, that's, that is going to be tough. And I, and I think that, you know, one of the other things that we've heard is, you know, they talk about a recession. But when you look around the room, for example, there's still a lot of companies hiring. Right. Right. So uh, obviously that's a big factor. Okay. One of the other things you mentioned that I, I thought was uh, uh, very good as well is is talking about COVID and the impact or lack of impact of COVID on the the economy these days. COVID is just not an issue anymore in the U.S. And, you know, and, and part of that is because we've been lucky. You know, there was, a, there was a concern that even, you know, this far into the pandemic, we might have a big surge in serious cases. Uh, it didn't happen, right? We've, we've had a, a, good, uh, a good season, right? So, um, so part of it is that COVID is, well, you know, God willing, under control <laughs> uh, for now. Um, and the other thing is that Americans are tired of dealing with COVID. Yeah. And so they, you know, we've gone back to the habits we had before. You know, we're traveling like to Hawaii for yeah. the Western Candy well, Conference. You've got to be excited <laughs> because, you know, you spent over 30 years or about 30 years yeah. here in, in Hawaii. And now, you, now you're in New Mexico. So, yeah. you know, it's good to bring you back. I'm sure it's that, fun to uh, come back. Y- it's, it's always great to get back here. And, and you know, we're at, we're at Wailea Beach, which is yeah. a, just a fantastic location. Um, so uh, and it's and it's been fun with this group. It's a great oh, group, and we are, we appreciate not only at McKinney Flavel but the Western Candy Association for you making the trek here and talking. You know, I have to say, you know, talking about the economy uh, can get dry. You know, yeah. it just can. But the the overwhelming feedback was you were engaging you were a great speaker and had great information and so i thought you did a great job well i I always figure for an economist the bar is really really low and so (laughs) you know if you can come up there and not put everybody to sleep in the first five minutes then you're in good shape but 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 i didn't answer the big question that we raised right which is you know are we is the fed going to have a soft landing yes and and my view is well probably not typically when the fed makes big increases in interest rates the economy does go into a recession Mm. i I think we are going to have one later this year I think it's going to be pretty mild. And so and if that ends up being the case, then, you know, we can call it a softish landing, softish landing. And, okay. we'd, and we'd all be happy with that. Okay. Well, and I wanted to bring up one other thing because I think it's on a lot of our listeners' mind, and I think you did a great job recapping it, is that, you know, everybody's talking about uh, the Silicon Valley Bank thing. 
and another bank. And, and so, you know, I, I watched It's Wonderful Life. I know what happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, um, and, and so maybe give your take on what your view is on that and what might be the future of that. Do we see more right. banks do that or what's going on? Well, hopefully things are getting under control. You know, uh, that, that kind of thing took everybody by surprise when uh, Silicon Valley Bank essentially went belly up, you know, mm -hmm. and had to be closed down in the middle of a workday on Friday, which yeah. is unusual. Um, and then the, the, the government was scrambling to try to figure out whether they could find somebody to buy it. Eventually, they, they had to basically just shut it down, and the FDIC took it over. And, um, you know, and so that, I think that was a big surprise. And then we've seen it spread to some other regional banks um, mm -hmm. as well. Um, the government has moved quickly and, and aggressively, both the, the Treasury um, and, and the Federal Reserve. Uh, Federal Reserve making uh, cheap money available uh, for banks that need it uh, to try to avoid these outflows of deposits. And, uh, and, and then the Treasury saying, look, we're going we're gonna to insure all those deposits. Even mm -hmm. if we're going you know, to make good on all those deposits, yeah. even if they weren't uh, formally insured. This week has been real tough, <laughs> yeah, and, and, yes. and I don't think we know how this is shaken out. One of the points that I made during the presentation today is that, you know, these are not systemically important financial institutions. You know, these institutions can fail without it taking down the whole system. Right. But clearly, you know, the powers that be are worried about, you know, people continuing to take their money out of these, these smaller yeah. banks and, and what that might mean for lending and so forth. And they're, and they're trying to get that under control. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it, a lot of questions, right? You know, and, and um, I think you did a great job recapping it. And you know what, the other thing I'll say is that uh, you went to the same university as my, my wife, Puget That's Sound. Right. So a shout yeah. out to uh, T-Town, Tacoma. You yeah. know, even though I went to Washington State. Go Loggers. Go yeah. Loggers. Loggers. You guys are the Loggers. Yeah, we're the Loggers. Yeah, yeah. we don't, you know, these, these guys from Wazoo, we don't, have, <laughs> we don't have too much to do with. Come on, go Cougs. All the other <laughs> analysts on here have to listen to me to that. So let's wrap this one up on, 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 on uh, a recap from your, your, uh, your talk. Anything else you want to tell us uh, about what we can kind of expect moving forward? So, you know, I think this labor market issue is, is really one that, that, that's going to continue to, to bedevil us, you know, and part of that has to do with longer run forces, you know, where we have an aging population, the labor force isn't going to grow as fast in the right. future. You know, yeah, you know, we have a recession, unemployment's gonna go up, it's gonna get easier to hire people. You know, unfortunately, some people are gonna lose their jobs. Yeah. But there is this kind of longer run issue. And so I, I talked a little about that today because I, you know, I know one of the questions that people have is, you know, am I gonna have to keep dealing with tight mark, tight labor mm -hmm, markets and mm -hmm. difficulty hiring people? And unfortunately, I think to some extent that is, yeah. that is gonna be the new reality. And then yeah. companies are gonna have to figure out how do I deal with um, having a hard time getting employees, you know, can I work with fewer employees yeah. uh, to get the job done? Um, so, so I think that's one of those kind of longer run sorts of issues that, that uh, unfortunately, I think we're going to continue to see. Yeah, and, and, and the, the panel bef you had before that uh, was talking about the labor market and manufacturing. And their whole talk was about working with uh, your employees in a different way and right. understanding them in a different way so they stay. Right, and and I thought that was also very very important. Yeah, being uh, being more flexible in yep. how you deal with your employees. Yep. Um, you know, we yep. don't do a very good job uh, at the policy level in making it easier, for instance, for women to work and to yeah. leave the labor force and yeah. come back in and still yeah. have good careers. So, 
And I think there's things that government has to think about, and then, of course, companies have to maybe be more creative right. as well. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Byron. You did sure. an amazing job. Oh, and I you know what? I, I think you did all this because I didn't tell you my econ joke, which I think I'll tell you after this podcast. <laughs> uh, it, it is a really bad one. So, okay. But thank it's, you it's for being It's too bad here. to be on the podcast. Yeah, it's very much oh, too right, bad. Right. We would lose listeners <laughs> left and right. Thank you again. All right. You're welcome. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Don't forget to register for our spring market seminar on April 26 in Oak Brook, Illinois. You can simply register. Seats are limited, so please do it now so you can get a seat at mckinney-favel.com and uh, register now, and we'll look forward to seeing you out there. You can do it also virtually if you can't make the trip, too, so we'd love to see you either in person or virtually. As I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute with your friends and family, and don't you dare take it for granted. If you're in Vancouver and Portland, Oregon area today, my father, Charlie, is is playing bagpipes at at a few uh, pubs in the area, and I think he's ending up at this really great pub in Vancouver, Washington, called Shanahan's. And so if you're in the area, go out and see Charlie Coughlin. He's quite a great bagpipe player. So until our next podcast, take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favell's IQ Ingredient Intelligence Platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favell.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.